Hello, winners, and welcome again to the Wrong Button Podcast, the show where we talk most things nerd, a lot of things video games, and generally whatever keeps us happy. Hi, Mrs. Play. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. It's great to be back. Um, so I initially pitched this as to you as a um, as like a hey indie game versus AAA versus the big blockbusters yeah. versus the the big blockbusters. And now, mm-hmm. while we're still going to stay on that topic because you and I have covered quite a swath, is your GRE word for the day, swath of games on the channel. We've done quite a few, like in. For me, it doesn't always feel like we've done that many games, but from like when we started the channel mm-hmm. to like time now, um, even before we started recording, and like, okay, how many indie games have we played? Because I don't feel like my repertoire, I mean, my repertoire is nowhere near yours or even the average gamers. <laughs> um, so you're like, we've played a lot. I'm like, you know so much more than I do. Well, I'm, I mean, just, I'm just here on the sofa. <laughs> I mean, I also sit over there and read the books about be- it, oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I. That's that's not even a fair comparison. But yeah, I think I think I have a fair amount of of experience, enough enough to be a contributing member of this conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's all I, I was starting. Like, do you remember? Do you remember the first game we reported on the channel by any chance? No. Okay. Was uh, it, our first series was it was Shadows of Mordor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I liked adventure games. And you're like, what's something you like? I'm like, I want to wander. I need adventure. So we did Shadows of Mordor and, and to like throw you guys oh back Oh my there. god, that was on your headset. Yeah, that was on my headset on oh, the back of a chair, wow. twisting that out. Trying before. our best. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, because I guess it originally was, it was AAA versus indie games. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> you Sit here great. with mics. <laughs> uh, isolated uh, audio. Uh-huh. But, um... Yeah, so you and I have, you you and like like we just you said there like we have come uh, such a long way yeah. as, as it is to games coming from uh, you pick, Shadows you pick and great games for me. Thank you. I I have tried, <laughs> and because of as you guys heard, Mrs. Plays, uh, Mrs. Plays, a uh, very uh, distinct style of okay, what's something that you would sit down and play with me? Mm-hmm. It is okay. It needs a story. Yeah. It needs to wander. Mm-hmm. Um, generally speaking, it cannot be a first-person shooter, correct, or third-person. So just no shooters, no shooters, um, and it can. I think it was like objectification of female characters can't be in there. Um, yeah, I, if it, there's a battle bikini, like I'm done. Um, oh, Lollipop, I also need pretty colors. You do need pretty colors, mm-hmm. um, or it needs to be like tastefully muted. I think you enjoyed yeah. contrast uh, just because I did, of the, the, yeah. the style of it all. But uh, so yeah, I, I was I was hoping to sit down and talk with you because since you and I one have uh, started dating, you've definitely seen me go through a boatload of games. Uh, we're not going to go back and rehash all those because there's I don't even think I get through all those. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also been the games that we've gone through. So winners for those of you guys who aren't in the industry or, or aren't like uh, you have not watched every single one of our episodes <clears throat> uh uh so how, how this started was uh the, the easiest games i thought to bring mrs play into were uncharted um, yeah because it has the adventure component that is color and one of us liked national treasure <laughs> more than they should have yeah uh so yeah i brought you in on uncharted mm-hmm. and then i i think my pitch for you i i made you watch uh Hey Ash, what you playing for Uncharted Two? Where someone's like, "Oh, you realize this is just Firefly, the video game." Yeah, yeah um, that made it good. And then you and I started playing Lost Legacy, and we did Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we did do Tomb Raider. I liked that one. Yes, and we're not going to play either other two. That's fine. Um, I'm. I know. I'm a little sad by that. That's fine. Um, I've accepted the loss. We've moved on. I have indie games in my life now, and you do. They're so good. I'm glad that you're enjoying them. I do. Um, cause they are, they are definitely, uh, they are definitely, uh, hit differently. I would say than your big blood budget one. So, uh, indie games, guys, small developer, generally like the first few games that they make, uh, are indie games. Uh, you have your AAA games, which I want you to think of like your summer blockbuster movies, uh, your Marvels, your, you're going to take the whole family to go see this in the summer. Um, and those are these kind of games. So Uncharted, Call of Duty, uh, Tomb Raider, these games that like, 
you go out on the street, go, hey, have you ever heard of Uncharted? And someone like Tom Holland goes, yes, it's one of my favorite games ever. Um, and then you've got indie games, which I feel have a lot more nuance to them. So is it, for me, mm-hmm. an indie game obviously means smaller budget. So are we talking like under $50 million or is it like under 10 million? I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't know the cost of things. Okay. In my world, anything that's like not anything less Ooh. than $10 million, like I'm not even going to shrug at. Ooh. So in, no, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. we're, we're sweat, blood and pixels. <laughs> yeah, <we're gonna> <laughs> reference, reference document. Um, and then I'm also imagining with smaller budget comes smaller team size. And so are we like could be as small as like one person and this is like the love of their life and they work on it for five years, eight years to develop a game. Or it could be like, you know, maybe a team of five, eight, twelve. Yeah. Um, so it could be everything from uh, one person. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys can hear me. So a team, like you said, could be everything from uh, one person to a team of. I'm going to say probably like 20 or so people. Okay. My mental number was like 30, probably less than, like certainly less than 50. It was like 30, between 20 and 30. I'm of- ballparking. I've been to precisely one PAX and <laughs> I read Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Um, and I side sea game with Mr. Play. And that's like the depth and breadth of my experience. You do. Uh, so yeah, um, Spouse, I'm talking, you know, 50 to 100K. Oh, wow. Yeah, like budget, budget. Budget, um, budget. Okay. Budget. I had no... Yeah, see, like, I I don't know... I don't know things. But, like, surely... Like, a million. But when, okay. I'm, th- and when I'm thinking, like, one person developing the game, but then again, it costs... takes years, and they're definitely not drawing a salary during that time. Or at least, like, not from that game, they're not drawing a salary, so... Now we know. Mr. Play is Googling. Like, yeah, I was. What are, you, um, what are you Googling? So I was looking to see. Uh, I have my glasses on, but I can't read it from here. So I was looking <laughs> to see what, what are the best ones for it. Um, there's a game called Shovel Knight. Um, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. You read okay, about the yeah, 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 yeah. Made by Yacob Games. It had a budget of like $3 million. Um, and they're, they're this team that's like, hey, Shovel Knight, throw him in anything. If there's somebody that can do a cameo, we have to give you money mm-hmm. to put a cameo of Shovel Knight in there. Mm-hmm. They do that. Um, and they've also made other games in there. Uh, and then I was looking to see what the budget was for Stardew Valley. Um, because Stardew Valley development budget. Yeah, pretty much. Because uh, that was made by like one guy mm-hmm. uh, who did that. And then it just... Yeah, he really wasn't doing anything uh, except for like budgeting the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, friend of the channel, uh, Quiggles, will sit there and tell you he remembers the day that the guy tweeted out that he finally got a desk because he was like sitting on his floor on an old PC, like Dang. typing away at it. Yep, it is noteworthy. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you're talking a hundred k to several like tens of millions. So like you're gonna sit, right. you would sit upstairs and work while mm-hmm. I sat down here and programmed and like that was my life. Got it. And I would come to bed. No, th- thanks for setting the stage. Like there's, it's less of a spectrum and more just like buckets. <laughs> yes, it, it is very much buckets. Um, okay. I I personally find that uh, AAA games are very formulaic, mm-hmm. whereas uh, indie games would be far more interpretive. Uh, so you'll have more more creativity in your design. Um, need, all right, so I'm, I'm trying to like think of like the the best two comparisons to like put this to that would be something on the same uh, level. And if you notice, like every AAA game, you play as a person, being a person, doing person things, right? Like Fair. run, jump, shoot, yep, but you're yep. a person. Halo. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Halo. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we've played something with Ori in the Blind Forest where you're playing as like this little wisp. Yeah. Um, and that's, Stray, now we're cats. Stray, now we're cats. That's mm-hmm. something most people haven't thought if of. If you guys before. aren't playing Stray, you need to play Stray, support people who are playing Stray. It's a great game. Um, we're playing Stray, support us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By people, I meant us. <laughs> we are playing Stray. Uh, so that that's kind of where I want to focus mm-hmm. on because like even... Um, 
even between that spectrum, you have your uh, your B class. You know, I talk about those cult classic movies like Tron or sure. So like up until recently, Dark Souls, mm. uh, Dark Souls okay. one, Bloodborne would have all been like cult games because it's like it is beloved by a very specific group of people and people can go i see why you like this mm-hmm. um it wasn't until elden ring came out that it finally hit like triple a status right silent hill silent hill would also be hey look way. i'm contributing um yeah <laughs> it's, it's like, one that pat and woolly played mm, i know it i know it. i could think of it pyramid head and yep i was uh, there matt and pat played that on the original okay. best friends uh yes because i made you watch that let's play yes but you've had a few uh, indie games that we've gone through. I think our first one I started with you was Journey. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, was- very simple. It's like you're gonna, and I played that. I played that one. Me, <laughs> I played it. Where it was, uh, yeah, very simple mechanic of just go forward. Yeah, you can't mess this one up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> which was primarily my concern. It wasn't his. Mister Play has more faith in me, but I'm like, I need. I don't want to get shot at. I want to duck and cover. I just want to have a good time. And I thought that was a really good one for you to start off. That one was really peaceful. Um, yeah, we played Abzu. We did Concrete Genie. We've done Solar Ash. Um, Okami. Bound. Aragami. Contrast. We're doing Stray right now. You said Ori. And then would Kenna be considered? No. What's Kenna considered? So Kenna, I think, is going to be the same as... Uh... More Okami, mid. which is B. Okay. Um, I I, th- I think because it's their the studio's first game, it's technically indie, mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't. Yeah, Kenna checked all the boxes for me. I love that game. It did. I don't, I'd want to see what the budget was for that game. Yeah. Because they got that Coca Cola money. That sweet Coca Cola money. Sweet Coca Cola bear money. <laughs> you know the ice capture melting. <laughs> anyway, Coke's not gonna fix that. <laughs> no. No, no, no. We're not going to fix global warming. But that's, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I wanted to start with this one for you. Um, especially coming off of uh, Blockbuster. So let's let's start with, like, Uncharted. Um, the Uncharted games start, they're very formulaic. Mm-hmm. We have our plucky, happy-go-lucky, uh, lovable rogue. Yes. Who is out to find a treasure for fame and glory? Fame and glory, but like an underlying of, I don't know, heritage. Yeah, because I, I, I'm trying to think about the best way to describe that. Because like Indiana Jones is like, this belongs in the museum. It, it belongs to be preserved. Sure. And he's just like, look, you're not going to have it. And this could make me really rich. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know if it makes him a he's bad guy. He's got a guy. mentor. And then there's always some. Um, other bad guy followed closely behind him. He's not quite as clever, but definitely better funded. Um, always better funded. Who's also trying to go after the thing, and, they have, and they've had a disagreement, and now it's a matter of who can get there first. Um, and we always have to globetrot. Copy-paste three games. Yeah. The fourth yeah. game, it all happens in one area. Oh. Yeah. So, But that's that's the formula. Yep. Got it. Whereas in the indie games, there's, as you said, you're not always a person. Um, puzzles, more, more puzzles, better puzzles, more unique ways of problem solving. Because like in, fuck, was it contrast? Don't yeah, with the, with the shadows, like being able to turn into a shadow, and like, oh, oh, in order to get up onto that balcony, you have to move this ball, turn into a shadow, walk, jump up over here, come back <laughs> into, quote, real world to wander across, to make this jump, and then go back into shadow in order to reach the balcony. Like, that sort of thing. And even in Stray, for example, like, you're just encouraged to behave like a cat. And just the terrain traversal is completely different than, hey, can you run? Can you squat? Can you dodge roll? Mm-hmm. Can you slide down the hill? <laughs> So it's, like it's sliding. It's, I know you do. I said it specifically for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, just just navigating in the world is more unique. That's and it's why I like it. And it's even because if I were to show you um, a, a series that's probably considered be like uh, Metroid, mm-hmm. uh, where you play as uh, Samus 
uh, is the Metroidvania games that I always tell you about where it's like, hey, it's 2D and uh, like Ori in the Blind Forest mm-hmm. where we had to bounce, go all the way up here. We got a power. Go all the way back because now we right. can use that power. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's where those games started. So they have versions of that that are much higher in budget with like screen production. Mm-hmm. So you can see how that can transfer from like here's this idea as it originally was here's a new indie interpretation and here's a more bigger budget uh version version of it Mm -hmm. um and i guess the the next big thing here would be like mechanically um i know i play a lot more of these these games yeah um but you can i think you can even tell when i'm having more fun just going through a game uh like solar ash just the, the skating along mm-hmm. to me was was a, a lot of fun uh, compared to something, let's say, like Uncharted, where it's. You just love to like, dunk on Uncharted. I... <laughs> um, it's one of the only bigger budgets that we've done together recently. I watched you play Spider-Man. But even like Spider-Man mm-hmm. it, and Spider-Man 1, Traversal, the web swinging, I it's one of the few games where I would, I, I hate fast traveling in it. The fast traveling scene was cool to see like Spider-Man mm-hmm. on it, like and how on the subway. Changed, yeah. And how I was just sitting there riding it. But if they had screwed up web swinging, that game would have been panned. Yes. It's only one of the most critical elements in the entire, you know, uh, arc of the character. <laughs> um, even going to something like horizon, you and I have been playing horizon. We played horizon zero dawn. Yep. We did the expansion on the tra- the channel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you and I have Frozen are, Wilds. We are now doing Forbidden West. Yeah, we're still working on it. No spoilers. Uh, we'll have a spoiler cast when we get there. But at, last night, for example, from when we were doing this, you and I came up to uh, recover an artifact in that game, and we had to fight a group of people. Mm-hmm. We fought what, maybe fifteen people in total. Yeah, and two machines. Or, or like five machines. Right. So in that game, everything feels intentional. It doesn't just feel like, and here's another machine, and here's another person. It wasn't just waves and waves. Um, you can always tell when you're walking into an arena, <laughs> like, oh, we're going to have to fight a boss here. This feels very closed in. And, but cool. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a huge machine. It's going to be a challenge. For sure. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uncharted, it when you and I stopped you playing, just become a murderer. We, yeah, it, it and that's what I think. One of like the the issues with at least with three felt like mm-hmm. where it's just like we're here and we're doing this, and there's more guys showing up. Like we're in an abandoned chateau in France. Where are you getting these? How are you getting them here? Yeah, yeah. Like we should have heard those trucks. How many people are you funding? That's a lot of people on payroll. That's a lot of people without families who are just expendable and no one's tracking. Yeah, I've played first-person shooters with less carnage. Right. Yeah. So that's... that's and that's at least in I... other games, like, oh no, the bugs are coming. And like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bugs. Um, yeah. There bug, bug biomass in total colossally outweighs... Like other organisms, all other organisms. Really? Yeah. If you take if you take bugs as a category, and then everything that's like also not plant, like all other living things not plant, bugs outweigh by tons, hundreds of tons. Huh. From a biomass standpoint. Are you talking like all other living creatures? You put all of us in a bucket, we would not outweigh bugs. That is correct. Oh wow. There's more bug diversity than any other diversity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I know, this, I, know, I know this was supposed to be about indie games and not, but let me just drop a little biology for you. <laughs> Starship Troopers never sounded better. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing my part, stomping on them. Um, but yeah, so that's something where intentionality and diversity mm-hmm. and the indie games I think we've done have done so well. Yeah. Um, you have instances that we ran into uh enemies in solar ash it's like fight these five enemies yeah and it's just get past them really Mm -hmm. yeah like two three hits it it wasn't 
the biggest deal. Um, and even the bosses, like there was a formula for the bosses. Like you have to like do it three or four times. It gets a little bit more complicated each time, but it's not so insurmountable. Um, I really enjoyed since you brought up Solar Ash again. It was like the traversal where like you can like run or like what was down is no longer down, and all you can just like follow the curve of the cloud, and now suddenly. You thought you'd like fall away into like the nothingness of the black hole, but like no, there's this too can also be um, down, <laughs> or like you're literally climbing up what you used to be ground, but now it's like bent almost ninety degrees into the air, but you can like main maintain gravity close to that surface, um, but you couldn't just like jump and and take a shortcut just free fall straight down to like your original point of gravity what was down and it was a bit of a mind fuck like for me just watching you it was very easy for me to get disoriented and like is it safe for us to jump right there because it wasn't a second ago um thoroughly enjoyed it it really it was a radically different concept for us it, and it, i think in general oh I mean, in general yeah like what it honestly felt like there and this just because you're saying like how the perspective it made me feel like a flight sim because like a flight sim, I can sit there cranking, but I'm also like, I'm playing a flying game, so of course I can do this. Right. Whereas this was like, oh, I am I still see the person I'm playing as, and I'm now doing a flying game thing. Mm -hmm. Where, and I think the camera doing a job of like letting you get so far before chasing you. Yes. Was a really fun way to go about that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a very, very enjoyable. And like the newness definitely drew me in and would keep my focus because... I have a little squirrel brain. Um, but yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And like the speed running element, like while you're like skating was very cool. Thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's something that I, I also agree. I'm going back to problem solving and puzzle solving. I always felt like the puzzles in a lot of these indie games because, because they're lower budget. Mm-hmm. That what they're going to do is they're going to be like, okay, we have a core element. You're going to use this core element throughout the rest of the game. So when you did um, contrast, it was light, shadows. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, hey, how does the shadow actually work? And it's like, pull the thing closer and the shadow oh, yeah, gets bigger. Yeah, yeah, you can move the light and that affects the length of the shadows. And I feel like with the indie games, since they are a lower budget and they have fewer resources they have to be smarter with their resources mm -hmm. and how how dynamic can we make these game elements like you just said like this is core and you're going to carry it with you through the game how dynamic can we make it and you have to be so much smarter and more comfortable with risk like yep you have to be smart and they were that was a very successful game i wasn't sure i would like contrast when we first started um but i liked I liked how like the circus theme was able to play in well with the lighting and the shadows and the showmanship. Like it, it really did matter. And it was very central to the story. Very well done. I also liked the uh, the you don't know where where is real, where is not real. Mm -hmm. The game does a, a really good job at at uh, at messing with your perspective there, mm -hmm. um, especially from the beginning to to the end of it. Um, and then even looking at something like uh, Journey. Uh, so going back to Journey because it, it it's walk forward the game. Yes. Uh, you can walk, you can jump, you can twirly jump to get a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. And there's some sliding elements, but yeah. That's one of my yeah, favorite parts forward. is when you just slide down. Mm -hmm. uh, and, they, and they do a great job at panning out so you can see yeah, the rest of it. Yeah, playing with perspective and scale. Or like... And it's it's lonely, like you sometimes you see like other journey individuals and stuff, but like you can't talk to them. You're not really. There's no verbal dialogue like there's some narration happening, um, but things feel enormous. You feel very small. You feel lonely, mm -hmm. but also like in awe at the sense of scale and the other living things um, that you come across. Like I, I was awestruck. Um, and you you get to feel a sense of danger without you know having something um shoot at me. 
for lack of a better phrase, like come in and eat me. Like you, you, you feel the danger and you're like, Oh, evade, hide, feel small. And like your character cowers. Um, but there's never a sense of just senseless violence, blood and gore. I don't like that in my games, especially when I'm the one playing them. I, I need something very peaceful. I need like training wheels. <laughs> Good vibes only. Good vibes. Good vibes from Pathless. Yeah, Pathless. Thank you for vibes. carrying me to the top I, of that one. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pathless. That wasn't even on the list. Shame oh. on me. I'm adding it. Pathless. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Pathless was the second game by the people who made Abzu. Great. So that's yeah. that's why I chose that one for you. Mm. What are the questions you have for me? Um, Ask me another question. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm doing a good job. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Let's guess the budget for all the game. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not something I'm good at. Oh, just as far as like over and under goes, that's not my specialty. No, that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, is there anything uh, since we've done so? You've seen a fair amount now of indie games. Yeah. Is there anything that you wish you'd see more of in an indie game, or uh, anything that you? I've thoroughly enjoyed games that challenge my perspective like i know like we were just sort of with with contrast um and with solar ash like i thoroughly love the crazy change in perspective what was, was down is now up but it didn't feel like how like clown house of horrors mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed this i mean solar ash is just top of mind because we recently completed it but how you played the game how you found all the different um capsules that gave you like the background of the story like really mattered in how the ending went and you could break the cycle like there there are clues that are like you've been here before echo's mad at you what's going on uh how many times have we done this are we echo um but I like that you can break the cycle. I really liked in Concrete Genie that at the end it was hopeful. Like there, there was always I need I need games with hope, <laughs> where the hope doesn't get squashed. Concrete Genie was a I, I probably think my sleeper favorite of them all so far, mm -hmm. just because like one drawing the genies was cool. And yeah, yeah, and they stayed like they did. Yeah, like I I love that element where you get to have creativity. And design whatever like quote monster that you want, and that they develop personalities, and that the different genies had different abilities. Um, yeah, and you got to like revitalize the town and decorate the town, like with your chalk art. I yeah, because especially partway through that when it all like goes back to just being white, and you're looking at the town, it's just like shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, that also aghast yeah uh one of the things that a lot of these these games i think have done especially more so than you know big budget games because big budget games are your your atypical hero journey mm -hmm. uh, whereas these games are like hey let's let's tackle an entire emotion let's have like a theming in here that is uh something akin to like regret we're gonna we're gonna give you all the keys to this mystery but we aren't necessarily going to to we're we're, we're gonna tease you along that way it feels like uh mm -hmm. solar ash sees this one where it's like it could go like any one of these possible yeah, even ways bound bound was similar in that regard bound was very similar in that regard yeah. like we were playing like a humanoid and the shapes were very simple squares triangles like discs um but it would change it would mess with the sense of perspective and we're like just trying to navigate that world. Like, where are we? When are we? <laughs> what, are we what are we trying to do? How did we get here? Uh, how do we move forward? Like, I like, I like those games. Um, since one of the things with, with choosing the games that like I've played, I've chosen a lot of them uh, very carefully. You, you did indulge me through sleeping dogs. You did indulge me through mm -hmm. um, devil may cry four. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that one's not your favorite. I know for me a little bit with, especially with Devil May Cry, it's, hey, do the combo and look cool. Um, yeah, that's that's not for me. For me, what it is is it's like it takes 
like, okay, if I'm going to launch them, it's now thinking about what moves to do next. You no, know, yeah, there's like, you had to hit like six different buttons <laughs> in order to trigger that combo, and you had to do it just perfectly, like perfect timing. Um, and the combos like were impressive to watch, but it was like every single element had to be, it was just like over the top for the sake of being over the top. Yes. And, and that's why I, more is not always more for me. <laughs> the, uh, the company that made Okami, uh, Clover Studios, now Platinum Games, uh, made a series like Devil May Cry called Bayonetta, which is a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's known, what's known as an Umbra Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the same thing, except she's got like guns in her stilettos and on her wrists, and it's over the top for being over the top, and her hair is her magic. Um, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, let's let's go around uh, into into this route to see that, too. Is there anything as far as let's we'll go back to AAA um, that we've either done or you like on the channel or just played you and I? Is there anything there that you get more tired of seeing? Because I know for most AAA games, it, it does feel a lot about spectacle. Um and formulaic uh so i know one of my big things is when you do an open world game go find this point climb to the top of this point and now oh you can see the world i don't mind those i i like for the big budget games that it almost feels like i'm in a movie and when you climb to the top and you see that grand view of a canyon or a mountain in the distance and like the tiny little birds for scale um, I love that. Or when you're just like staring up at the, at the sky and the clouds are moving and they look like clouds. They're not just like a stagnant picture. Like I, I absolutely love that, but I'm like, I'm a sucker for the nature realism. Um, I would say one of the things that really bugs me about the big budget games is just like the go fetch quest. Like go, go get it, go get it, go get it. And like, I journeyed all the way across this goddamn map. <laughs> And came all the way back to get you your like family. That's not even a relic, but just like it's been in the family for generations. Thing, um, and you just give me your thanks. Like I don't mean to get all like high pitched and squeaky, but that ah, also, <laughs> I'm like that was not worth it. That wait, why? Why you're not even critical to the end of game? We're like I won you over. Now you're here to help me at the surprise ending. Like I'm, I'm mad. You wasted my time. So I don't... If if you're going to send me on a go-fetch quest, it needs to be worth my time. Otherwise, I'm just resentful. Okay. I ha- this plate is not <laughs> like helping out the little people is what I'm hearing. I need more than just, thanks. I don't do it for the gratitude. I'm, I'm, I'm here in a game. This is game world. It needs to have a purpose. <laughs> like doing it for the lulls and the warm and fuzzies isn't enough. Okay. Like, I'll put the cart back at the grocery store. I'm not a monster, but. I'm glad I could help with that one. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not. No, it needs to have a purpose. Huh. Not here for the little people's <laughs> all that shit. This is why I don't do interviews. <laughs> um, okay. Mm-hmm. do you have so so you I, you like seeing the nature do you have do you have a a particular favorite of uh, a favorite scape that has been done out of everything we've played uh like hey I, I really enjoyed this game's world more the than mostest yeah um i i mean i i love horizon that's my most favorite game um for all of the realism and all the plants and the water looks like water. It's spectacular, but I would have the, the world that I'm like most excited about that isn't, you know, like Utah um, or San Francisco it would, would be Kenna. I loved Kenna. I love the spiritual element. I loved that as you cleared the areas, they felt so safe and so peaceful and improbable. Like that, that structure, like that, Thatch hut is not going to last, but here in this world it can. 
and that you can climb to the top of this mast and you have a, like a lookout over the valley. Like I loved that. It was such a happy place. And I, I love the spirituality of that, that element. Like I wish I'm normally against organized religion as a general statement and principle, but I'd follow that one. I'd consider it. Like I wouldn't mind living in that world. I kind of was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like every sense of it. I enjoyed the fact that they actually had some boss fights for me. Yeah. Um, you died a lot. <laughs> it was only the final boss. It was a bitch, but I he tell. I swear to his his moves were not as telegraphed as some of the other ones were. Agreed. The other ones, I'd be like, oh, he's gonna yeah. do that. He was like, yeah. fuck you. He's like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I'm the one in charge. Yeah, I, I loved Kenna. It deserved all of the awards. Oh yeah, no, it 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 really did. Oh rot, little rots are so mm -hmm. adorable. Um, the em Ember Lab, yeah, they did a great job. And, and once again, though, it it tackled like this sense of a sense of like loss and mourning. Yeah. Uh, along with like just like hopelessness, like something's changing. We can't figure it out. Yeah, it was hero. It was coming of age. It was save the world from apocalypse like why why is the energy leaving we were we've been here for generations and 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 the mountains always provided and it's, it's going and things are wasting away it's like just addressing change like in a way it's kind of like talking about climate crisis um i was getting a who moved my cheese vibe to it at one point a bit yeah there was there was for sure because um, the one older guy was like if you just tell the people to follow you they will and you can leave and you can lead them to a better place yeah He's like, no. Right. But yeah, I, I loved that world. Very nature. There was no mosquitoes. I was a fan. Nature without the mosquitoes. That's nature what... without mosquitoes, man. It's so green, so pretty. Sorry, you had me thinking. I was like, huh, Aloy doesn't swat at mosquitoes. I think Nathan Drake in a cutscene or two has swatted at him or he stands still. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I really aren't mosquitoes in video games, are there? Unless you're playing uh, Fallout. <laughs> oh yeah, Fallout. Also, like when you go to the, you get to go to the eastern shore of Maryland, and there are That's giant amazing. mosquitoes that attack ah. you. Yeah, it's gross. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have a story so far? It can be from any of those, like a, a story that you're like, hey, this this story has been the one that's like. I would go back and revisit again, like on my own time or like. Sorry, I'm like suppressing a burp. I'm trying to be a lady. <laughs> um, Kenna. I would play Kenna again. I like the idea of Ori, but that requires a level of like hand-eye coordination that I just have not developed and currently do not possess. <laughs> and I would get frustrated. Um, we still have uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps to right. go through. Um, I'd be happy to play Journey again, play um, Azul again. Abzu. Abzu, thank you, Jesus. I know words. Um, I'd give Bound a go. I think I could figure that one out. I'd play Stray. I need to learn the buttons, but I feel like I could do that one. Oh my god, I could hand you the things for Stray and you'd be good Yay. at it. I was I was halfway expecting you to take the controller from me when we were going through no, it. No, because like our, our roles are so in place. That that's I, how that's that how didn't... that's how journey started though was you were like wait let me i can do this <laughs> stray is literally like circle x and that's it yeah and which one's meow circle circle cool i can do that yeah abzu yeah i could i, I feel like i could do these i'd be very happy to yeah go back and do kenna do abzu do journey um Solar Ash would require some practice because, again, like my, my hand-eye coordination, you guys, quite limited, and just like the fine motor skills of like moving between the buttons. I don't have it. I don't have it. I'd be a terrible surgeon. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. Ooh, do you have one that's a favorite? I'm gonna turn the questions around. Oh, um, so far, like going back and thinking about it, I loved playing Concrete Genie. I love just like you were very hyped and, about that game and painting everything. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a, a, a tremendous amount of fun for me. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, any game with like traversal 
has been something that I, I've just learned more and more that I like about myself. It's like going back and putting Spider-Man up. Like, I don't even have anything to do in that game anymore. Mm-hmm. But just swinging from building to building. You love Spider-Man. I I mean, I do. I do love Spider-Man. But it's the fact that... Oh, hey, I... I when a game does traversal well. When a game does traversal well. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Uh, journey that was its entire thing. Yeah. So, but when you slid down in it, the it's the third or second level, and you're sliding down what looks like an old abandoned aqueduct, and then it pans, mm-hmm. and you see it from the side, and it's like, oh, here's just this this view from you know uh, of whatever it is that you're going towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic and stellar. Um, but I I enjoy that movement and the fact that like in Spider-Man it's like oh hey I watched him do the thing that I've seen him do in the comics or I've seen him do in the movies and I, it's mm-hmm. like hey if you hit this you can make that entire sequence yeah go. yeah you can make Miles also jump just like that uh, yeah mm-hmm. and the fact that like I said with the for that one that was more the the simple like when playing when playing both Spider-Man going from the original to Miles Morales where mm-hmm. it's like Peter Parker, I'm swinging and it's just it's just like bam, 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 bam. And then you play as Mom of Morales and he like gets spun oh, yeah, around he behind flails a, little a little bit. He flails a little. I'm like, you're new. We can tell you're new. But I did like the fact that you can still do the, the leap of faith where you jump yeah. and turn back. Yeah. So that's always um, great. Uh, but for me, as far as like the indie game wise, um, I loved Concrete Genie. Um, Kenna was, was really fun to play. Uh, I remember just going back and doing all the like background stuff in that game yeah, little extras. to get all that for the for mm-hmm. the ending collecting the rot collecting the rot um and then hmm honestly i really liked ori I'm, I'm really excited to see will of the wisp um because i liked the traversal i liked having to you know fight a boss and having some uh i do enjoy some like precise movements where it's like hey just do this better yeah, yeah. and that's what you do i might die a lot but when you get to the end of it it's always like oh hey i can do yeah that. and you definitely settled into that like when we were playing when you if we you were playing ori you didn't get frustrated in the same way i would like i could tell you were problem solving and doing elimination that didn't work let me try this like you you had a method mm-hmm. and um i know you guys like we never show um, couch view on camera as we're playing games. But when Mr. Play is like in focus mode, he kind of like leans forward a little bit, kind of hunches his shoulders and he sticks his tongue, tongue out. comes out the side of the mouth. <laughs> this is like a little, little bit of the tongue. And, and that's like his focus face. And I saw you with that expression frequently when we played Ori. Um, you enjoyed the challenge. It, it was a puzzle for you. And for, for me, I'm like, you've died 37 times while we've been recording this session. Like the, the death, the count meter is just ticking up. But um, I could I could see how it's like, just you can do it, but you need to be better. And if we went like two weeks without recording and coming back, like there, there was a learning curve that you had to like get through to regain the proficiency in order to continue on. But Yeah. I can I can see that you that being something that you enjoy the and one of the things is uh, so going off of this like Tyler and I are going back and playing an older game mm-hmm. uh, we're playing Republic Commando ah and one of the things that especially with newer games and as technology has gotten better um, Ori feels hard of like hey do better uh, a few of the other games that we've played it's like hey just just you need to be a little bit tighter with this mm-hmm going back and playing some older, bigger games where it's just like the situation is unnecessarily hard mm-hmm. because you don't have that much money. You're a kid, one, and two, games aren't perfected. So, like, you'll be firing shots at something and you'll be like... Bah. Or um, even thinking Star Wars, because you, you and I played uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, we did Fallen Order. And we've got a Jedi Survivor coming out, I think, next year. Um, I think I even showed you on the PS5. Like, I, I put the exact same scene loaded mm-hmm. up back to back, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, I wasn't crazy when we were recording this." Yeah. And you were like, 
oh, like, oh no, no, I thought you were just bad. You're right. <laughs> it was the machine. Um, the game was too powerful. Yeah, it, re- it really was. Yeah, there were times where like you you were sliding down this little ice path and you need to be able to like make that jump and you would just watch the frame yeah, cut. Like, Why are you so bad? <laughs> no, nope. The game was too powerful for the machine. And and really playing on the PS5 going to Jedi Fallen Order. Um the little particle dust and and watching the rain fall off. And I know we saw and commented that on um on Tomb Raider, just like the rain falling down your skin as as um you're even just like walking through it or like trying to climb up something. It was truly spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I loved going back to Jedi Fallen Order again. Um as we've been watching um Clone the Wars. Clone Wars, like the animated version. Um we're on like season four or five right now, but even just seeing the inspiration from that te- that television series to Jedi F- Fallen Order, I'm like, oh that's that's where they are, and that's where they got that. And so like that made the game so much more enjoyable for me after the fact. Like we played the game, we're getting to like um the later seasons and the television series, and I'm my fondness for the game is growing from watching the show. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's yeah, that's like one of the universes that I can talk yeah. probably better than anybody. Forever. Yeah, I, I really can. Um, all right, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, wrapping up thoughts. Hey, thoughts. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Um, other things I really enjoy about the indie games is like you can't you can't afford voice. You, there's a limited budget for voice actors, and so you convey emotion through body language and uses of color whereas in the bigger budget things it's flashes of of cinematography and epic battles and fight scenes and explosions and dialogue from voice actors that mr play knows by ear or other famous actors um so i really appreciate with the indie games i feel like i can still get the same value of experience it just has to be a bit more interpretive. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it, it's more, yeah, it's more open for interpretation. I really appreciate that, and the finesse use of color. And again, I'm repeating myself at this point, but it's it's something that I didn't know I would value, and it's taken me a while to um, realize that's what I'm enjoying. I'm always like, oh my god, this is so pretty. Oh wow, I think it's mad. I don't know, Ooh, scary. But yeah, it feels it feels more freeing. It feels more like I can wander, I can interpret. There's a spectrum of possibilities and motives as opposed to no, we have to like go to this point and get there before they get there. Or I think Concrete Genie was one of the first ones where I really saw you take that to heart because mm-hmm. we created one of the first things. Like, oh, that's scary looking. Or you saw Luna for the first time, like, oh, that's yeah, a little scary. Like, and then it's just Could like be a bad guy. Like, no, you're just a really fuzzy, but your kid's drawing. Yeah. And then, you know, you you drew the other ones, and it's like, you're a little weird, but I like you. Your kid's drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to when you and I were playing um Solar Ash, and we got to the one that was on the moon. Uh the oh god, what do they call the interferences? The yeah but when we got to the boss on the moon Mm -hmm. and i was like why does this one feel different and we did something to it and it like recoiled and it scampered away from us like there were points where it felt like it was pulling away from us and then it would start to lash out like you're you don't feel that old and you don't feel that malevolent yeah and like, what were you? It's like you you feel like you might have been very young at some point. Mm-hmm. Um so I I really, really enjoyed uh that aspect that there were some of them where you saw it and it was like it it really made you feel bad about it. Cause I know Yeah, you, you got to question morality. You got to question morality and then it was it was the whole thing of like what what were you? What are you? Mm-hmm. What uh as opposed to just like shoot and kill, it's like yeah, you you develop. You're a monster, and it's yeah, like... gotta gotta kill the monster. Instead, it's you get to the 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 indie games force you to to question like 
morality. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Where did this come from? Question motives. Um, where are you from? Why are you like this? You're just really hurt and scared. Yeah. <laughs> you're not evil. You're just scared. So I, I it's think refreshing. Yeah. It's a very human experience. By the most non-human looking of characters. Yeah, that's why it works. But yeah. Um, Here for the indie games. We've got plenty more along the way. We've got a few. We've got a few AAAs coming up too. Woot woot. I won't drag you through Devil May Cry mm-hmm. 5. Mm-hmm. Um, is our Halloween game considered indie? It'll be B. B? It'll be okay. B. It's a good one too. It makes me jump. It does. We do need to finish that before Halloween gets here. Yeah. September's going to be busy. August's going to be busy for us. Yep. Well, winners, thank you guys so much for joining us as we do our little round table, round couch talk. Like you say round table, like we were sitting on a sofa. We were sitting on a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> our round table talk of uh, indie games versus AAA and just kind of uh, where the channel is growing as a whole. We're not becoming an indie game channel. Uh, but we have been. I have my preferences. We have been enjoying those. Uh, and as Mrs. Play's preferences go, grow, we will try other games. Uh, let us know what you guys like. Um, as always, you can find us Monday through Friday on the channel. Mr. and Mrs. Play Monday and Wednesday. Uh, we play or Mr. Plays Tuesday and Thursday. And then Tyler and I rounding up the week on Friday with some uh, fun Star Wars games. Uh, you can also see what we're doing on Twitter and Instagram as we post more stuff of what we're doing. Remember, you catch you're... Mr. Play on Sundays when he's streaming. Yeah, I do stream a fair amount on Sundays. I do my chill streams on Sundays and sometimes other days of the weekend. But remember, you guys are all winners out there. Keep it weird and have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for joining us.